0: All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. I am Zach, your host, and this one we're going to be talking with Nick again. Uh, talking pretty much half a bit of a couple of races from Doomben, a couple of races uh, from Melbourne at Moonee Valley as well. Normally we pick one, but we're just going to... The racing was pretty ordinary this week, so we're sort of split up into eight races that he wants to have a quick look at. Uh, If you are new to the show, follow us along on all our social stuff. Um, We've just started a Facebook group, and that's going to be sort of talking all things sport and all things racing and bets we're doing. So anyone's got any mail or any tips they want to put up, we can do that. We've already started doing it. We've been quite a lot of NBA bets and tennis and horses and stuff already. So join that. Um, that'd be good but obviously follow us along Instagram and stuff as well Um, if you're enjoying the podcast we're going to do it a bit more we've started doing a couple of uh, Zoom calls and putting them on YouTube as well and we're going to start filming a fair bit more coming up plus a couple of guests are lined up as well across racing and sport in the coming weeks and months that's it so next is my little chat with Nick he's on a little family holiday had a little win overnight uh, on the Bricky's laptops and we're going to discuss a couple of the things we talked about last week especially with the Boy Roy, which we said get in the bin and it wins by 10, 50 lengths. Uh, Colin Gutter, obviously winning. A couple of things up in Doombin. And then we just uh, wrap it up with uh, my thoughts on Lawn Bowls and why he thinks it's uh, fantastic. But here is my chat with Nick. All right, welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell a podcast. Nick joins me again. We've learned how to blur our screens. I've left the sports bar that I was on last week. Nick's um, left his mum's basement. He's sort of blurred his screen there. So... Mate, you're where are you? Nelson Bay, bit of a family holiday.
1: Yeah, Nelson Bay, doing it pretty tough. It's uh, yeah, yesterday was a pretty ordinary day, but it's been pretty good weather the whole time, which has been nice. But I had to blur out the bedroom. Sam had a few uh, funky things going on. My brother he had a few funky things going on behind me, so I thought better blur it out.
0: Um, but yeah, something good happened to you last night, did it? Playing the Brickies laptop.
1: And this never happens, like I promise. I'm not a massive pokey man. I like it when I play with my mates, but me and Sam, my brother, had um a few beers last night and decided to throw just twenty-five bucks in each. Um and we got, I don't know if you know the train feature on the more chili uh, machines.
0: It's not my first radio. Of course,
1: mate. Sam had no idea what like what it meant. And I was just like, Oh, you can get like eleven dollars or fifty dollars because they're the two small ones. Yeah. I said, Oh, we're a chance of getting fifty bucks here. And he goes, Perfect, no worries. Four- four trains, and we got a six. So I, so I was thinking we're, we're gone yeah, here. Because so, you've yeah. got to get... The a s- second bottom one. Exactly. And then we went 11, 10, 10, 9, got 47 points or something, and won 1,400. That's...
0: You know what? The amount of times that I've got five trains and it's just gone like seven, seven, eight... Or it counts to the. It's like playing the scratches, you know what I mean? It's like fifty grand, fifty grand, yeah. or a faky five. But that's sick, fifteen hundred, and it's pretty. Who Hugo, goes twenty-five each these days? It's either twenty or fifty, right?
1: <laughs> I know. We just had a fifty, so like, oh, well, we'll just halve it. Yeah. My mum was sitting a couple of seats behind me, having a having a Furious. bit of on the fakies. Well, I turned around to her and I said, "We just won fourteen hundred bucks," and she was just like, what? "Yeah, what?"
0: Well, thanks for so, paying for the holiday.
1: Exactly, mum and dad didn't buy a drink for the rest of the night, but Sam's still Sam's the stingiest bloke in Australia, so he still didn't want to pull the wallet out.
0: See, I'm I'm, I'm notorious for we just won fourteen hundred, so let's we'll take a thousand. Let's go spend four to four hundred, but there's, there's other people who go right with won, Let's go. I'm like I don't have that money, anyway, yeah. unfortunately. the, the, no, the wrong- we,
1: we were good last night. We stopped putting. I think we had a few bets on Happy Valley, and then just yeah. went home at like eleven. Sensible.
0: See, that's where I just said to you just before. I, the very first time I played the pokies at the Narrabeen Sands Hotel, I was 17, went into my school clothes too. They don't check IDs back then. I was wearing my school uniform, and we just, we used to go there and just like, Pete, I knew mates that used to do it. They're like, come have a slap. I'm like, sweet. It was when you used to have to get coins and shit at the machine. And yeah, I won, the, I won the very first time I won the major Jackpot. I won like fifteen hundred, pretty oh maybe it was like sixteen hundred. I remember taking it home to my dad and just throwing hundred dollar notes at and going, "Fuck!" And how good's a punt? like good's bogies? And he hit the roof. He's like took all the cash off me. He's like, "Let's go, we're getting a car tomorrow." And I ended up buying like a Toyota Corolla wagon with no accelerator pedal the following day for like two grand. I remember he was just furious. I'm like, "Little do you know." All these years later. Still enjoy the punk.
1: Yeah. That was back in 1970, wasn't it, mate?
0: Yeah, mate. Old man. Yeah. What was it? It was, a, it was a little while ago. The fact that they're having gold coins coming out of the machine still. If anyone's watching, we did just start a Facebook group, which is probably something I should have done a little while ago. We used Instagram a heap and Facebook wasn't a heap, but there's already 150 people in there. We'll do. We'll put some tips in there, and I think a few other people are putting in like NBA bets and shit. That's not really my forte. The other people that is, but, mate, we'll get involved. Um, if anyone wants to chuck those things in, and we'll give our opinion and tell them that they will and won't win. I know has chucked a few in today. For some reason, he's got tips at Tamworth and fucking Packenham. So, good luck to him. Perfect. I think we need to do a bit of accountability um, after last week. So, a lot of what a lot of what you said pretty much came off. I know that when we put our tips out, you you sort of went by Ross over eleven eleven. 11-11 won. Yeah, it was one of my only winners of the day. But I have a friend here who, one of my good friends, they own a cafe down the road called Eleven Eleven, and they don't punt. They're these Italians, oh, they're, just, okay. just just dealing cash too, and they just punt whenever Eleven Eleven wins. And I've literally told them the last three three years in Queensland, and it just keeps happening. And they're like, they think just it's the easiest thing in the world. The amount of shit that I gave Big Boy Roy prior to thing, I think you picked up a bag and said just put it in the bin.
1: I picked up a plastic bag and said put it in the bin. <laughs>
0: I, I tried convincing people know, like, you know, we work at Sky, but Brad Gray, who's a former guy. And I, I've tried convincing him in the past about, I go, I like big, I like big boy Roy here. And he always just laughs at me as like no mate, no, like you're an idiot. Then I, I didn't watch the race. I mean, I forgot it was on and I get a message from him going, I hope you back to big boy Roy. I'm like, fuck really? And then I looked and it won. It Not only did it win, it won by didn't like Yeah. It did it win. So what I like think it made it's a mess of, what, when you, i think i think one of your famous quotes was if you look up in the dictionary non winners <laughs> big boy roy is a big picture of him talk to me what do you reckon happened
1: i don't know he's just always promised that though like he's always promised that and then he's just never decided to go around a horse like this, like literally every time it looks like it's going to win it just decides oh I just like running with other horses and then obviously i don't know who wrote it was it j mac
0: i think so who yeah
1: yeah he just set, sent him straight to the front like Couple of hundred to go, and he just kept going. It was like yeah. you never seen him do that. He just doesn't do that stuff. So I don't know. He's always promised ability. Who would he beat? Wheelhouse, like good horse. There's a couple of good horses um, there. So yeah. it's not like fraudulent win. I think he'll. I don't know. Hopefully he goes on with it because he's handy when he's good.
0: It hurts. <laughs> but fuck it. Fuck do you know what no the amount of shit, the amount of shit that I put on a horse and just and I was such an advocate about probably the last five five times it's run. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You're going in the bin. I'm not backing you, a non-winner. All this shit. And it's literally they just listened to this and just said, you know what, fuck you guys. I'll show you a non-winner and just fucking took the yeah. piss. Anyway, um, that was a yeah. good front front-running, front-running ride. Um, before we go to others, did you watch? I remember messaging. I don't know where you. I think you're playing golf or something, but Rose Hill on the weekend was on like, G up. When you, yeah. when especially when I put tips out, like I would love to put tips out throughout the day. Do you want know I mean? to? People want to see them early the the leader yeah. bias at Rose Hill was embarrassing. Like I can't cop that, and I'm, I'm used to. You're used to it at you're used to it like Mooney Valley to an extent, but Rose Hill, like these horses were just hugging the rail and
1: then just winning by fucking. Mm. It was it was ridiculous. But you know what though? I reckon over the carnival it was a bit like that. Because remember the day Golden Rose Day in the Congo? Yeah. Like yeah. Animo was the race, and that day you couldn't make any ground up. So and Animo I was, was huge the- too enormous like yeah. on an even track he wins by two or three that day. He just literally could not cut the ground up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's something going on at Rose Hill, which seems to be more frequently in the last year or so that it has been become a bit of a leaders' track. Cause even Caulfield's the same, I reckon yeah. Caulfield's a bit of a track too. So I don't know. Yeah. It's I was fucking pretty frustrating when you if you have if you have futures bets or if you have, yeah. you know, you bet the night before trying to multi something, it's really frustrating because I suppose that's why all the pros step in with five minutes yeah. before the race. Hey, yeah,
0: it is real late money. Like a classic example, I remember watching late money. Was it last week when Kemantari did win? Like two weeks ago, the amount of money that just came in like the last like couple of minutes. I'm like, fuck these pricks know something. But another thing that we didn't talked we get about, him right though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, um, cool and gutter. So I put a little video out of we didn't we never said it wouldn't win. But we were was iffy on the price, right? I know that you thought that it would get out to two seventy. Didn't happen. I think it went around again at like a dollar ninety or whatever. I was convinced Russian Conquest was going to go past. Like I was, it was a great ride. Congrats, like cool and go to happy days, and it won. But those two horses just seem like they seem a lot better than the others, right? Just like they're in like another, another field or something.
1: Yeah, I. I think we got the race spot on. Like, I know that the market would say the same thing too, but like, those two horses are good horses. They're handy. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they run well in the next, in the autumn coming up for the slipper and things like that. I reckon they'll be both right in the, right in the finish for races like that. It was just, yeah, I couldn't believe it didn't go past Cool and Like, it just mm. had the perfect run. I thought Cool and was just peaking, but she's obviously pretty tough too. So, yeah. Credit to Jack as well. He gives a horse an extra length or two, doesn't he?
0: Fuck, it hurts. Um there was I actually just took the I I that was where I had a muck around bet. I still think he did a, like a first four where stood out those two, just like when I'm like top two, then had the Portelli yep. thing that was um came third at like fuck it was I think it was like 35s or something. Didn't have four. Yep. Yeah, good sob story. Um Bo Rossa, oh. what happened? You were pretty confident that
1: Bo Rossa was a great each way bet. Yeah, I thought he was. I he was my, the only worry was that he, he drew 16 and he was going to be three and four deep and he was three and four deep and then sort of around the corner. I thought he's still traveling all right. But those horses like 11-11 that were all in the finish, they just had a bit more of a suck run. And I don't know, I was really happy with the run. I still think that it probably a little bit of improvement to come. I don't know if they'll freshen him up now for an autumn. Um, and he might head towards like a new market, that sort yeah. of style. Of, right? of um, Yeah, it wasn't, like it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't. It, it was just a shame that he couldn't slot in somewhere because he sort of jumped well. Um, but yeah, eleven eleven, such a good story like that horse. Just won too.
0: It, it's it's so good. It was such a good such a good win. Was it three years in a row? Isn't it? It's won the same race or it's won a couple of races. Uh,
1: that day, yeah. It's, I think it's won that race back to back and won the three year old guineas in its first year. So pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and finishing the day, Wisdom of Water, you gave that a good push, chipped that on top. I think it won seven
1: or eight bucks. Um, Rachel King, she's pretty good. Yeah, she's handy. And Nisham as well. We gave Nisham yeah. a big in- she's um, great, mate. The That market was just a joke. Like, to have that Miami Fleece or whatever it was called as a 240 yeah. favourite yeah. in that race is- Anyway, you, sometimes you get them right. It's nice when you get them right. Okay, it's funny. Like
0: you, you came, you came pretty good. So I was, I was pretty dead on away game. Isotope was fucking huge. Isotope was such good win. Yeah. Um, and well, back. really well, well backed. Back. You kind of knew it at the time. You, I was like, because I was pretty convinced on a away game. I went fuck. But um, I did find it funny. At the end of the day, you were like, I think you'd had about ten beers with your old man. You kept sending me selfies about, about tipping and like how how he talked on the podcast during the week. But yeah, that was um. That was pretty funny but normally we try and find like we pick a meeting and we try and fly through them i think you've done a lot of melbourne you've done a lot of brisbane this week it's pretty ordinary racing right so we've split it up we've split it up so we're going four from brisbane and four from uh melbourne so we're kicking things off in race two are we in uh it was it Doomben. Been, yeah. So So this is the first one, 1,600 metre. This Tamalade is going around short favourite. Um, cooked me, I think, two starts back when I had a, had a fair crack at it to an Eagle Farm, went around a $2 favourite. Came real wide from memory. I might be wrong, but I think it came real wide and just lost. Uh, ben Thompson's aboard. It's a Kelly runner. We gave us up at 460. We got Indian Dreamer, Abracadazel at 10s. We go out to bigger odds. But this shorty, I'm a sh- are you with it?
1: Yeah, I'm with it for sure. Um, I really like it. It's coming out of the tab wave, which is good form. Also like wheelhouse and and so on that are running in the round in that race. There's no wheelhouse in this race or big boy Roy, nothing like that. Yeah, don't um, start me on that shit again. $2 is short, but I don't think you'll get much better, to be honest. I think this is a really, really good bet. Um, like this is a class three plate race and it's coming out of the tab wave. So I think yeah. it's just a really simple one for, for, for us.
0: Take the two bucks. Happy.
1: Take the two, Happy to take the two two bucks. Um, Add any multis or whatever you want. Yeah. What was that? Sorry.
0: Add any multies and stuff as well if we want. If we want. If you're not happy Mate. about taking. If you're not happy with two to one on your money, I know a lot of people like they want to punt and they want to win big. Chuck it in a multi. Then um, race four is the next one. Uh, so it's a bit of a distance race, right? So the two thousand meter race. Uh, c Marie, uh, Fave two forty. Pretty much what it opened. We got Bengal Bandit at sixes. We go out to 850 for Linthorpe, Lad, Kataya at uh, that Waller runner. Ronnie Stewart, too. That's, um, I think it's third up. I had a first up running Ramwick. It's not too bad that uh, Waller runner. Continuation out of 14s, but we got a pretty short short favorite here in C. Marie. Uh, backed at last start, didn't win, wasn't too happy <laughs> after a win, but obviously Wheelhouse won that race. <laughs> but who
1: are you with? Yeah unfortunately with another shorty 240 i reckon this girl's pretty good see marie um coming out of the same form reference as well that tab wave race um ran fourth there and was really really good she's just super consistent like she's 16 starts for five wins and five placings and a lot of her placings she's actually run fourth or fifth so a lot of her non placings she's run fourth or fifth i reckon this looks like a pretty good race for her to be honest um i'd be surprised if she's she's not In the in the in the finish for this one, it's a pretty weak race. Like the Walla horse you brought up before, little bit of a non-winner. It looks. I'm pretty happy with Seymour I reckon this is a good race for her. Don't say that again. Non-winner. Backfired. Um, It's it's a benchmark 78, and she's got 57 and a half kilos coming out of weight for age races. So Desley Foster is pretty pretty good, good, eh? I like Desley. Yeah, for sure. Got some good ones. Uh, And love Jim Byrne. Yeah. He's
0: a veteran covered in tats, loves a burner as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, Yeah, if you ever see, if you ever go to the track, he's just sucking them back big time. Um, we go to race six. So it looks like we're going the even races. Uh, 1200 meter race, first leg of the quarter, Amity Gal for Van Dyke's the favorite 230, pretty much what it opened. We got another shorty with Frosty Mango. You just said you love Jim Byrne, and it's Tony Golan, who's one of the greats up there. We go out to 550 for self indulgence. We got Alert and Ready, Love Me Tender and some other uh,
1: extended numbers there. But are you with one of these shorties? I'm with Frosty Mango over Amity Girl. Um, It's got two and a half kilos more than Amity Girl, but it's also got a bit more race experience. And Starman, who rolled it a couple of weeks ago, is actually a pretty handy horse for Wallace Stable as well. Um, I'm pretty happy with Frosty Mango. I think it'll get a nice run in the race. Gets Jimmy Byrne, our boy. Um, he's, he's now become one of our favorites in, in a matter of seconds. (laughs) Um, so yeah, no, I I thought Frosty Mango would be a reasonable bet in that race. I don't know if I'm jumping at 280, but I just thought to take on a horse that's only had one start, um, at Sunshine Coast, um, I just think, yeah, take the experience over a horse on the, on the up.
0: I'll put it to you then. So your, your words last race was a bit of a non-winner, which we've said before this horse Five starts, one win and a bunch of seconds.
1: I, I think a bit different when they've only had four or five starts. Right. And has had a win in those four or five starts. It's annoying. It's annoying that they're
0: all two. seconds. It's annoying that they're all seconds. If it was like it a fifth there, a seventh or whatever, that's cool. It's gotta have those guts later, I think. But yeah. It is not too happy with two eighty? Yeah.
1: Three bucks plus? No, nah, not 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 wrapped with two eighty, but I just think, yeah, out of the top two in the market, I think I'd rather be backing it, but I probably won't be launching at 280, no.
0: Right. Uh, we're going to the last. So this is always fun. A class six. Pilatus. Uh, Jimmy Byrne. Faye. $4.20 with t- Tony Golan. We got the Ritz. Michael Costa, Good. um, Not a bad horse, this one, too. Jimmy Orman. I'm a sucker for Jimmy Yorman too. He's, he's rode some great winners for me in the past. Um, the Ritz is coming up a win at the Goldie. Costa's pretty good. We've got Fleet Dove for Kelly Schweeter, Glitter Strip, Strange Charm, Roman Oris. This is actually quite a good race. If you know your Queensland horses, these are, um, these are some pretty solid
1: ones. Who are you with? Um, with the Ritz, um, they met each other last start, Paladas and the Ritz. And um, Paladas was like a 250 shot and the Ritz was nines. Um, they both go down a kilo and a half from the same race so they're coming out of the same race one had 59 and the other had 56 i think it was and they've both gone down a kilo and a half so there's no change in the handicap that was over 1300 and the ritz went straight past paladas yeah. from coming from last and paladas had a nice suck run so i just i don't know i can't see paladas turning the tables on the ritz so i'm just yeah pretty happy with the ritz actually they're happy with bryce yeah. uh yeah 460 i reckon's actually pretty handy i'd I think that the race is an okay race, but it, it doesn't scream another winner to me. I just think, yeah, 460 would be all right. I right. They'll, they'll pick one, I reckon, on on race day, and they'll... they'll oh, now, yeah. One of them, um, yeah. Yeah. 460's so, okay.
0: All right. That's uh, four of the best from Queensland. Let's go to Mooney Valley. Uh, one of the race tracks I can't catch, but we picked four from there, so we'll go to race three, uh, Mooney Valley. It's a 2,500-meter race, benchmark 100. Normally, mate, you can't pay me to jump into a two and a half thousand meter race. Uh, I'm a bit impatient when it comes to racing, that's why I don't bet on trots because I can't watch a long race. I watch the cup, I watch the cup. <laughs> um, I'm not going to attempt to say that first name. Is it you give me a shot? The favorite $2.40 and sweet, Dak and sweet, Key okay, and sweet
1: junior. Yeah, let's just let's somewhat. just say the
0: favourite with Jamie Carr aboard is two dollars forty. Open two thirty. Slight little drift for ten cents. We got good idea. Damien uh, Lane is a good jock. Three eighty. A um, bit of money for Starcaster. Linda Meach. Good front running jockey. Four dollars sixty. In a twinkling, seven bucks, and we go out double figures. Two and a half thousand meter race. Who are you with?
1: I tossed up between good idea and Starcaster. I've landed on good idea. It falls into a little bit of the non-winning category, which sucks, but. I also think been racing in better company than this. Like you look at um, a couple lengths behind Smoke and Ronan, in a Packenham Cup running second. Um, And then Tiger Tiger Tiger, Form has been really good too. Gets a really good opportunity, I think, over 2,500. You know it can run 2,500. Gets frosty. I think 380 is a good price. I'm just happy to take on um, the horse with probably a little bit less experience, although having a good prep. Just the the form around the favourites not as strong as good ideas. Um, Starcast is interesting though because yeah. loves the valley, loves the valley, and if Linda Meach gets an easy time out in front, will be hard to catch. But
0: it's had three stars in the valley for two wins.
1: I know, but ha- yeah, happy with good idea. I think it's a good race for him. All right,
0: three eighty, a good idea. We go to race number five. Uh, this is better, a thousand meters. Bit of a dash, bit of a sprint at the Valley. This is the sort of shit I like, mate. Um, Ulong Command has been pretty well backed. So 250 already in the 225. That's for Anthony and Sam. Uh, we got Winsome. I don't mind that one either. John McNeil. That's uh, 280. We got Sam's image at 550. Last Napoleon. Bit of not much going on with the end of the other end of the market. This Ulong Command has been backed though. Um, it's coming out of various six. What did it do last night? It came second at Flemington, I think, from memory. Um but I've also been a bit of a
1: fan of Winsome as well. But who are you with? Yeah, I've already backed you on command. I, I reckon it's probably the best bet for the whole day. Um, gets 59 with cart right on. Uh, 1,000 metres is just his go. If 9.55 is his go, to be honest. He just goes to the front and just yeah. you hold yeah. on for dear life. But I reckon this looks like a pretty good race. Form around Enthar and Scorched Earth. like That's just better form than these. Um, is he going to find serious. the lead easy enough? I think so. I think so from gate six, um, he can sit just off the speed as well. Like he can sit either one pair back or on the outside of the leader. Yeah, I think it's a really, really good bet for this race. It's been back 260 into 225 already. I'm not surprised. Goes well at the valley. A lot yeah. of ticks. Like Sam's image is the third line of betting. And that's just yeah, like, no.
0: yeah we got all right (coughs) money talks as well so you long command thousand meter dash uh race six is our next one 1200 meters even better i love it uh benchmark 70 mariminko is the fave 360 that's with fred kersley and the hawks sharp responses there 370 pretty much bang on equal favorites that's been back though in from 420 albert maroney eight bucks we got deep dive at tens rogue star Invisible jet they're both at tens and more. Of the rest, um, pretty much equal favourites. You either either of them.
1: Um, I don't mind Sharp Response. Um, I think it's a, it's a nice horse. It's got a really good record at the track as well. It's four starts for two wins and two two placings. Um, goes pretty good. I don't know. I just thought it was it was really well backed first up. Um, and then ran really well, ended up running second. I can't remember what the fluctuations were, but it was really, really well backed and then came out and ran well. So I reckon if there's any money around tomorrow, it's probably going to be a sign it's going to be going well. Um, I was happy enough with 370 sort of around that price. I think it's a pretty good price. The other one that um, I don't mind too much is, is deep dive. Um, I know it's got a big weight, but it's coming out of form behind the horses like in the boat, um they're they're really good races that race from two weeks ago at Caulfield so maybe something to save on it 10 bucks there but I, I do like yeah. a sharp response
0: so you're happy with 370 it did open 420 so you missed out on half a point but you reckon it will jump yeah. fave
1: I think it jumps favorite yeah
0: yeah yeah all right uh last one we look at race number eight uh this is another 1200 meters good boy um speaking of in the <laughs> boat this is in the boat so yeah good win um Kelly's aboard, claiming two, three bucks, already in from three ninety, So it's been back pretty uh, pretty quickly. We go straight out to $8 for Curran, though. So eight bucks. Also eight bucks is Pioneer River and Sacred Palace. Uh, Broadway and fourth at nines and Great Leveler at ten. So we got in the boat at threes and then a bunch of horses around the $8 mark. So you were just talking in the boat. Are we within
1: the boat? We are in the boat. We're on the boat. We're on the boat. And we're in it and we're going to back the boat.
0: Won a bunch of, um,
1: can it go four in a row, yeah? Yeah, so drew the car park two weeks ago at Caulfield, crossed, had to do a bit of work early yeah, great to get win. across, a really, really good win, gets 55 again, Kelly obviously gets on with the horse pretty well, rode it two weeks ago, um, and I think the valley just looks like it's going to really suit this horse as well, like if it's in front on the turn, I don't think they're getting past it, really, yeah. really tough sort of horse. I thought it was a really simple race, actually. I'm inter- the horses like Curran, I just have no trust backing a horse like Curran. I think from gate five, we're going to get a, a nice nice little way to the front. We should lead and hopefully just hold on.
0: Yeah, that's my thing. So it's, it's going to find the lead pretty easy. I think it will, yeah?
1: I reckon it will. When I have a look yeah. at the race, like it, it doesn't five. scream pressure. Um, I don't know. I think it crosses for sure. Leads, I think it actually gets it pretty easily.
0: Okay. All right, that's four and four. Um, if we're locking in something we like already, you said you've already backed Yulon Command. That's what, two twenty-five now, yep. I think you said. Are we happy with yep. what are we stopping at price wise? $2. two twenty five, 220
1: dollars. I, I think it'll be a dollar ninety race day. So really? yeah, if you can get if you can get on at two twenty-five now, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. It was two fifty this morning, so there's already money for it. Um, I don't know, punters just like horses that a can run at Mooney Valley and B can lead at Mooney Valley. Like I just can't see this horse drifting. I think so they'll. they'll yeah. bet. So I don't know if you can take two twenty five now. Maybe multi it up into something. Um. Yeah, I think it's a really good bet.
0: Could be a couple of multis here. That into Tarmelade, into in the boat. Yeah. I like in the boat. Out of the eight races, I I'm a big fan of in the boat. I think what it did last start was pretty good, and then this, if it finds the finds the lead pretty quickly, twelve hundred meter race. Could be a shut the gates. No, nah,
1: not with 55. I, 50. I just think, she, yeah.
0: All right. Any outlandish comment you want to make before we wrap up? I.e. Pulling go a can't win,
1: get in the bin, big boy Roy. Um, no outlandish comment, but what I will say is I'm looking forward to seeing um, like a few of these two-year-old races as well. Like a few of the debutantes that are coming through, like race two at the Valley there's like six or seven debutants and a horse that's had one start. I'm looking forward to that. This is like where those, those horses fill a blue diamond and yeah. the slipper and stuff start coming out. And I love this time of year, like as they start building into those races. So that's all I'd say. Nothing outlandish coming from me. I think but... when, you,
0: when you look at a couple of those ones, it, the things that get backed on race day, you can sometimes think about where they would go and to try and jump on a future thing. But so Cycle wins. I remember seeing Cool and Gatta... Getting backed and all this yarns and all this talk about it, and I just went, "Fuck it, I'll just go back it for the slipper for the sake of it." And then its first up run, I went, yeah. "How easy is this?" Wonder if I can do this all the time. Just follow the cash and just with these, with these youngsters and just go go where they're going to target. Um fingers crossed. Yeah, it's what, a great.
1: What was the firm like for the slipper? Uh, for
0: I don't I think firm? it came in too much. I think it was four dollars fifty before that race, and I'm pretty sure on I know it on race day it only went into four dollars, and it is still four dollars. So. It only came in fifty There's cents great. after that win on the weekend, There's which no, isn't a lot. I mean,
1: conflict.
0: yeah, Russian Conquest got back. That was originally fifties. I think it was. But look, who knows? There's a few there. It'll be good. For, uh, don't get me started on the autumn yet, mate. Don't get me started. I get it's an exciting that time of suck. year. That sort of shit. Um, all right. Well, that's us. We'll um, we'll post some of your tips and any of your bets or whatever. We'll put them in that group as well, um, not just Instagram, so that people can get around that. Chuck in anything you like and. Um, Enjoy a Nelson Bay, my friend. When are you home?
1: Uh tomorrow. Tomorrow, Arbo. We've got training on Saturday, so get back for training. Um
0: so what you're doing is you're coming back tomorrow, but you're playing a bit of lawn bowls. And to me, mate, I I don't know. I know a lot of people like it, but I fucking can't cop lawn bowls. I find it boring, I find it monotonous, and I find it the same sort of shit the whole time you've roll you you're rolling a ball to for that white ball. I where's the
1: thrill? You you're I- I think you've just got to get over yourself a bit because it's you're outside. You can wear no shoes. You can have unlimited beers. You can eat while you're playing. You're chatting shit the entire time. What's to hate? You throw. You literally. There's literally no skill. Like like you're just rolling a ball down there and trying to get it closest to the white ball. Once you find your spot that gets close to the white ball, you just do that four times in a row and just try to replicate it.
0: It's brutal. That, that's monotonous, right? And I'm not bad. I'm not overly bagging it. I worked in an re for a long time as a youngster. I'm still mates with the old fellas that did it all the time. I'll put a question to you just so you can drink unlimited beers and stuff. All right, Nick. Do you want to go play Lawn Bowls on Saturday? No drinks though, but we're going to go play for three hours.
1: That's a bullshit question, though, because no drinks. You can
0: have water, it's... mate. You can you get yourself a nice cold Coke or a fucking lemonade. Now tell but me how fun it is. The... Tell me how fun it is.
1: I reckon it's. Yeah. it's still fun I reckon I reckon it's still fun I just reckon like it's the whole aroma it's what comes with it you know that camaraderie you know hanging out with your mates it's sunny it's hot you've got a frosty beer no
0: you don't have a frosty beer good. that's what I'm talking about you have a frosty fucking super uh, yeah. duper or something and see how it goes
1: you give you give me a glass of Fanta with some ice in it and I'll, I'll play lawn Bowl still bit of garlic bread what, you're what, where did that him come don't from? I don't like golf either, then. Probably. No,
0: I don't, I don't mind. You don't like golf. No, I don't, I don't. Yeah, but how? You don't always get on the pierce playing golf, do you, to make it more fun? No, you don't. You don't need to. But you do but need to with fucking lawn bowls. Like,
1: no, you don't. That is a yarn.
0: I guarantee if you go play lawn bowls this afternoon, like you're about to do, and you don't drink any beers and you're playing lawn bowls with your family, it's going to be as if you're a fucking 10-year-old having to go hang out with your mum and dad at the shops.
1: That's how boring it'll be. All
0: right. All right. Well, um, another Whatever. question then. Are you, a, are you a tennis man?
1: Yeah. Played two, two days in a row. So, yeah. played yesterday and the day before. We've got I, the fucking, I,
0: I love my tennis. and I'm a big fan. Always loved it. Go to the Australian Open most years. Play the Aussie Millions down there in poker and stuff and whatnot. Um, my mum was actually a wild card back in the day. You know, when she was a very young star, I got pumped round one. I think it's Love 6 Love. But to me, I love Kyrgios. think he's the man. I've always loved him. I do have a soft spot because when I was broke as fuck and at the Crown Casino when he was first year Australian, Open, he bought us a case, a beer at the sports bar when we had no money. Always, he's, got a, he's got a soft spot in my heart. He's playing, <laughs> this, is obviously, this is probably going to go out after he's played, but he's, a, he's playing Medvedev, who's the absolute gun, right? He's beaten yeah. Djokovic and whatnot. Can Nick... I'm not going to say can he win because he probably
1: can't. Can he win a set? I, yeah, we'll actually even chat. I reckon 3-1 the bet.
0: I think he's beaten him I twice. think it's about $4.
1: 3-1 three, yeah, three Medvedev. I
0: reckon, I
1: reckon 3... Yeah, 3-1 three Medvedev. I think that's the bet. I think it's about $3.50 or 4 bucks. you can get. Right. I just can't see Nick Kyrios going three sets, none. Yeah, it's interesting. On his home deck. I just don't see it. Yeah, but so. that sort of...
0: It's, it's happened before.
1: Do you know what I mean? The hype, the hype.
0: Did you watch his game the other night? There was a fucking chaos in there. It was quite funny. The the, the crowd's doing yeah. that stupid Ronaldo thing, which was funny for, like, the first one. They just kept doing it. It was a bit annoying. But Nick's, like, sworn in the post-race interview. He drank someone's beer. Obviously, COVID's not, a, not an issue to him. He's already had it. He's, just, he's drunk someone's beer on the way out. He's sort of just... Oh, yeah. People some people don't like him. Don't like the way he talks, don't like the way he, he's all brash and whatever. Mate it's a happy Gilmore tennis. I fucking love
1: it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can copy him, but he's all right. I love Demonure though. He's awesome.
0: Dim and all yeah, he's gone. But do you know what? And on, on in real one, they put them both on at the same time. Bizarre. They were both playing at the exact same time. Yeah, we- yeah shits me. Oh. Um What's your story with AFL? So, most people have heard you say you you play training, you do training, you do whatever. What are you doing now? You've moved back to Sydney and you're playing, what, reserves for the Giants?
1: Yeah, so, um, the VFL, so the way that the AFL system works is there's, you obviously have your 35 to 40 listed players, like on an AFL list. Yeah. Um, 23 play on game day and then obviously the remainder have to play somewhere in like a reserve grade comp. So, about 15 of them play reserve grade and then they've got to fill the rest of the team with um, players from like local clubs and stuff. So I'll be part of that sort of group of 10 in the playing in the VFL side, which would be really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it works in, in rugby league. I know you guys go up for the Q Cup and stuff. Is that right? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's similar sort of stuff here. So we play in the VFL against all the AFL reserve grade sides. So it would be pretty good fun, I reckon. When does it start? Um, I think our first games end of March, early April, um, but our trials start in about a month. So training's starting to ramp up a fair bit at the moment, which is, which is good. It, it keeps you a bit more honest with the piss. <laughs> and
0: yeah, yeah, for someone that loves the piss. Um, I remember it felt like, to me, and I'll be honest, and I'm not sure if you pop it a lot. You probably do be a fair bit because you, you're really good mates with like Pappenhausen, whatever, who's a rugby league nut. Your mates, like where you went to school, you went to school in like Kellyville, right, in Sydney. Is that yeah, um, Castle Hill? Yeah. To me, I live on the northern beaches. I couldn't name someone that played AFL. Like it was Union or League. It was soccer. Was pretty much not huge either. It was Union League. Union was huge, to be honest. No one played AFL. So, I'm how big was it where you boys were? Because obviously, Paps is yeah really well with, with League.
1: Yeah, not that big. But we had so growing up, we were we were in academies. So you're either in the Swans Academy or the Giants Academy. And we'd have, like, at our school, there was, like, five or six of us that all went to training together. So, right. like, there were a few people that played footy, like, high level, but pretty much everyone was union or league or soccer. Soccer. So, well, so why AFL? Why did you choose AFL? My, my dad's from Melbourne. Um, right. So he played for the Swans um, in the reserve grade sides when he was growing up as well. So, I don't know, I've been literally kicking a ball since I was one. I think I was supposed to be right-footed, but the person that taught me how to kick was left-footed. So now I'm a left-footer. Yeah. So it's literally just been, yeah, I don't know. I've never not had a ball in hand. It's just always been footy. I would never play another. I would never have played league, union, anything. No. You're very you're very patri-
0: you're very, very patriotic to AFL, too. I remember, I think it was the grand final last year, and I think I sent you a message going, wait, this is fucking AFL is pretty sick. Like, this is pretty cool. And you were like, mate, it's fucking one of the best games. You're like, just giving it to me. I'm like, mate, pump the brakes, bro. I just watched the last quarter and it was sick. But you like, <laughs> you think it gets a bit of a bad rap in Sydney or something?
1: It does. It doesn't get what it deserves. It's the best. It's just got everything. But, yeah, no, I love it. It's the best. Uh,
0: All right. <laughs> Well, go and enjoy yeah, Lawn Bowls with no beers and you can have your little fucking glass of banter and tell me how fun it is.
1: Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. I'll <laughs> All let right. you know. See you, mate.